Hello and welcome to 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. This is episode 24 entitled, The Longer You Are Into Country, The More Country You Become. And it's a little theory I've developed over the past week since talking to Lars Pluto in last week's podcast um, and listening to his song, uh, which is out today. I'm actually recording this Thursday, the 24th of January. It's Lars's 40th birthday today. So happy birthday, Lars. And he's released... A brand new song called Dear Country Music, which is an open letter to country music. Uh, an incendiary open letter to, to country music um, detailing what he perceives to be its current uh, faults, shall we say, uh, and the status of mainstream country. Talking to him about it in last week's podcast, which you can find uh, in the same place that you found this one, um, prompted me to have a think about my own sort of changing tastes and my ongoing evolution as a country music fan. And I had a sort of epiphany, or a, a revelation uh, about where I am now compared to where I used to be 5, 10 or maybe even 15 years ago. So even though I'm still listening to, um, you know, people like Sugarland and Keith Urban uh, and Big and Rich uh, and those sort of people back in sort of around 2004 when I started to get more heavily into country music than just the sort of the Garth Brooks and the Tim McGraws of the 90s that I was um, listening to. My tastes have changed, and some artists that I used to like have fallen by the wayside, and some artists that I wouldn't necessarily have listened to five or ten years ago I'm beginning to listen to now. So I started to develop this idea, all based around my own taste, and, and actually the taste of some of my friends and people that I'm uh, in touch with on Facebook and uh, social media sites. That actually, there are certain artists that are gateway artists uh, in country music that sort of smooth the path into country music. And there are certain artists that I'm calling Class A artists. Yes, I'm going with gateway and Class A uh, drugs references today. And those Class A artists are the people that you may not have been able to access at first, um, but sort of repeated listens to more mainstream country tend to change your taste patterns. And so the longer that you are into country music, the more country music you become. I think most British people struggle to get into hardcore traditional country music. Um, it's not part of our culture. It's not part of the lexicon of growing up in our country. It's sort of easier now, I think, than it ever was in, in the 70s and 80s and 90s because of the internet and, you know, everything being available all the time. But if you take me back to my childhood of the 70s and 80s, I had no access to country music whatsoever. It wasn't part of anything I saw on telly. It wasn't part of, part of any uh, culture that I could access in West Yorkshire where I lived. So there was really no way for me to access this music that I've come to love. Most of the traditional fans that I speak to um, come from families where the mums and dads in the 60s, 70s and 80s listened to country music. They might have had links with America. Um, uh, and therefore, the people that I speak to that have been really heavily into country music and traditional country music for a while are, are people that have sort of got a background in it already. I do believe for most British people it's difficult to listen to a, a Merle Haggard song or a Hank Williams song or even some of the Johnny Cash stuff in isolation and believe that you're listening to the music of your soul. 
you know, yes, some of the themes in country music are cross-transferable. Hard work, blue-collar living, drinking, heartbreak, that sort of thing. But I do think, particularly for people in Britain, most people need a gateway artist to break open the doors a little bit, to smooth that path and ease you into the genre gently. So gateway artists, for me, are people like Keith Urban, Rascal Flatts, Blake Shelton, Luke Bryan, Florida Georgia Line, The Shires, even. Take Blake Shelton. I Five, six, seven years ago, eight years ago, I was listening to quite a lot of Blake Shelton. For me, he was, you know, the epitome of uh, the countryist music I could listen to at that time. And I thought he was great. But now... 2018 and 2019, I barely listen to Blake Shelton. I can, I can do a greatest hits if I'm pushed, but my tastes have changed, and he really was a gateway artist for me. Um, uh, you know, if he came and toured the UK, uh, first of all, I'd look for pigs flying in the sky, but then I'd, I'd get a ticket and I'd go and see him, but I don't listen to a lot of Blake Shelton anymore. My tastes have changed. However, he helped me access a genre of music that I think might have remained close to me. And so I think there's nothing wrong with gateway artists like the Shires and people like that. You know, I'm not casting dispersions on their talent. Some people listen to these gateway artists and they happily stay there for the rest of their lives. Um, and it's those gateway artists, the Florida Georgia Lines and the Sam Hunts and people like that, that tend to annoy traditional country fans the most and you get the you know get the cries of that's not country music and and that's why Lars Pluto has written dear country music but for me I think those artists have a symbiotic relationship uh, with the other side of country music so that they have to exist to provoke the more traditional um, artists to be better to create more because if they didn't exist and country music was just this walled-in, fenced-in, closed-off genre of music that still sounded like it did in the 70s and 80s, I do believe it would atrophy and die. It would be boring. And so I have noticed a trend over the past few years of not only myself, but other people that I see on social media, you know, who used to rave a few years ago um, about Blake and about Drake White and about these people who were earthy and organic and more country sounding. You know, they are tending now to listen to different artists. Uh, and there's the whole raft of more traditional artists getting a lot more um, airtime and a lot more social media time in the UK right now. Mainstream class A artists for me, the ones that you go on to listen to after the gates have been opened, are people like Miranda Lambert, Eric Church, Casey Musgraves, I think, is a, is a class A artist, uh, Dirk, Stapleton. Historically, they can then introduce you to people like George Strait, Keith Whitley, that sort of thing. And the modern people like Cole to Wall, J.P. Harris, uh, Sonny Sweeney, Margot Price... Sturgill Simpson, these are the people that I think uh, you end up possibly listening to the longer that you are into country music. I would have struggled a decade ago to listen to, say, Sonny Sweeney or Sturgill Simpson, uh, but now, you know, I will put them on my, uh, on my streaming systems and on my headphones just as much as I would somebody like Keith Urban now uh, and the more mainstream stuff that I've always listened to. So again, the longer you are into country music, the more country you become.
And it was that wicked combination of the Nashville TV show, the popularity of the C2C festival, and, and gateway artists like the Shires and Ward Thomas, all coming along at the same time a few years ago, that really blew open the gates to country music in this country. And I still think we are at a sort of embryonic evolutionary stage uh, for most of us with our liking of country music here. And I believe that's why the traditionalists have to stay with us and, uh, you know, not get too annoyed about certain artists trying to push the boundaries of the genre. The buzz this week here in the UK has all been about Dan and Shay's UK tour, uh, Cody Johnson releasing a sort of mainstream country cowboy album, and then the Steel Woods' more hardcore country release. There, in the mention of those three very different things, for me, you have the gateway to Class A music evolution laid out in front of you. So, for some people, they will stick with Dan and Shay, but for others, they'll move on to the Cody Johnson album, and then slightly further on down the line than that, there's the Steelwoods album. I couldn't have listened to that Steelwoods album seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, but I can now, and there's some cracking songs on there, because I've been listening to more mainstream country, and it's helped to change and evolve my tastes. Some people will always stick with those gateway artists, but others will be continually moving and evolving down the line. Here at Lyric Magazine, we're trying to appeal to across the whole spectrum of country music now, because we love such a wide range of music anyway, and as journalists we believe in delivering you a broad and balanced country diet. So we will feature Dan and Shay, but we'll feature the Steelwoods as well. Um, one of our writers interviewed them just last weekend. But for other people, listening to Dan and Shay is probably about the most country they're ever going to become, because some people just get trapped in the gateway, and that's fine. But other people do the gateway and move on. And I think that's why there has to be a broad range of musical styles in country music. So it sometimes frustrates me when fans of traditional country music become online haters. Because everyone's on a different journey. You know, I wholeheartedly believe that that relationship between the gateway artists and the class A artists is definitely symbiotic. You know, the Sturgill Simpsons, the Jason Isbells, the Sonny Sweeney's are motivated, I think, to create better music by the existence of Florida Georgia Line, uh, Sam Hunt, Marin Morris. Uh, and, um, you know, if the boundaries of country music weren't pushed, I do think the genre would become stale. What we are lucky uh, here in the United Kingdom with is that we are getting a lot of mainstream country artists coming over and playing, but we are also getting a lot of more traditional, more alt-left, more Americana, more hardcore country people coming as well. And it's a beautiful uh, mixture that we've got going on in our country right now. Barely a week goes by without there being a gig to go to, and that's not even counting our homegrown artists either. So let's enjoy everybody on their various country music journeys, uh, their various stages of evolution. But I do wholeheartedly believe that the longer that you are into country music, the more country you are destined to become. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. It was a, a brief 11 minutes compared to last week's 40. Um, I've been James Dakin, and this has been 10 Minute Country.